Lord put this in my spirit and he wanted me to um, to say this. You know how we listen to gospel music or songs, things that lift our spirit, inspire us, makes us feel better and want to do better and have that zest and zeal and that comfort and that reassurance. He said that we listen to these things and we hear people talk and we listen to songs and music, even songs and music from artists and people who are actually not living the life, walking the walk. They're talking and talking, they're not walking the walk. They're saying and doing things that are not conducive to his will. And yet we'll listen to the music, we'll get encouraged. And and, 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 and the problem with that is one, we're listening to people who are not living godly, yet they're saying godly things. And a lot of times people say, well, I don't worry about the artist. I'm not concerned about who's singing the song, stuff like that. It's the message. It's what it says. It speaks to me. And that's what I'm hearing. And that's what I'm listening to. And that's what's making the song uh, that way for me. Uh, I'm listening to what they're saying, not to the words in the song. You know, in the sense that they're saying them in a certain way, in a certain atmosphere, in a certain mindset. I'm listening simply to what the song is speaking to me. Okay, let's say we go with that. Let's say that that's the way that you receive it. That's the way you see it, no matter who's singing it, no matter what the song is and what artist, or whether it's a secular song or whether it's a gospel supposed song or a mixture of both. You're listening to it. The message speaks to you in a way that uplifts you and brings a sense of healing and restoredness to you and and in a sense of uh, peacefulness to your spirit. Nothing wrong with that. I, I, I see that. Here's where the problem comes in for me in these situations is that we do all that, we say all that, and then we don't live none of it. Just like some of the artists are singing these songs and putting these songs out and uh, producing these songs and, 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 and encouraging people to hear these songs and promoting these songs, and they're not walking it, they're talking it, they're saying it, it's just lip service. It's not really an actual state of being or a lifestyle for them. That's where you are too. You're talking about all the scripture has to say and all how the song is speaking to you and how the words are speaking. Because it's not always a song. It could be a message. It could be a pastor teaching and preaching a message and it spoke to something that's in your life or something in you, a place that you're broken, battered, bruised, or a place that you need an encouragement or some confirmation if you would. And all these things are being spoken into your spirit and you're hearing these things and you're going by these things and yet at the end of the day you're not living the life you see what i'm saying it doesn't matter if the message speaks to you it doesn't matter if the message is coming from a, a true source or just coming from a general source or coming from a source that don't even live by the words that they're speaking or singing it it matters whether or not once you hear it and since you say that it should be okay because it's not who's singing it or who's speaking it, it's the message that you're getting. It's, it's how you receive it, it's how it connects to you and how it makes your life better and how it connects you to God and God to you and how you and God are one through this and you. God is speaking to your spirit saying that it's going to be okay or he's giving you confirmation for something. Okay, let's go along with it. What then? Are you living it? Are you walking it out? Are you making it a part of your life more than just hearing it and accepting what God's goodwill is and how he's encouraging and lifting your spirit up and, and healing you in that area or you just walking you got the message you got the thing you needed from God and now you're going off about your business you're not doing this will you're not living as God says for you you're not 
acting in the way that God say to act. You, you, every time you look up, you're busy doing other things, and you rarely go to God. You say, "Where my quiet time and my time of rest and peace? I spend time with God." Yet every time someone finds you, you're on your phone, you, you're reading a, 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 a ad uh, on, on the website or or something like that. You, you you're only checking a text or, or a post or or looking at somebody's blog and. and and you're coming and you're laughing at jokes and things like this. So you're on the phone talking to a friend. You rarely do. I see the word before you and you before the word. You say, well, I do it in my private time. Well, you must do it in a very small amount of your private time because 90% of the time when you're seeing or, 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 or people are looking at what you're doing, you're not doing God. You're not even at church like you should be. You're opting out of church to do other things, to go other places. I heard a pastor say to me years ago that... He's a Christian 24-7-365. Even when he's on vacation or relaxing, he's still a Christian. He still has to be a light to the world, and he has to be salt. He has to be salt. And what did Christ say about salt losing its savor? What would it be salted with? If salt loses savor, then how would you salt something that's lost its very essence to exist to make it what it is? So how would you be salt salt? So what he's saying is you can't lose your zest and zeal for, for the right things and for God. And still call yourself salt. You can't be a light to the world when you're so dim and bleak to where you can barely be seen or seen at all. You have a darkness in your heart. And then the Bible says, how great is that darkness? So my thing is this. If we're going to say that we're Christian and that the things of God speak to us and, 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 and enlighten us and it gives us a sense of being in oneness with him, then we can't just say that. We just can't accept the gifts of God. We got to be willing to do the work. See, I can tell people all the time when I pastor and I preach, what God says and what God tells us come with requirements. His promises come with requirements. His, 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 his blessings come with requirements. His mercy, His grace comes with requirements. We are required to do the things that Scripture tells us we ought to do as Christian, as saved folk, as holy, righteous, upstanding people. Those who are not sold out to the world, but sold themselves out to righteousness, meaning that they bought into what God was saying. Paul said, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, that means that when we hear the word of God, we have faith in God and the things that he is telling us. And not only do we have faith in God and the things he's telling us, we also have to live a life that is conducive to that faith and that belief system. Because the Bible says that I have to be obedient to God's will. I have to accept God at his point of understanding for my life and not my own. The Bible said, lean not into my own understanding, but in all my ways and knowledge him and he would direct my path. The Bible said he's a light unto my feet, I mean a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So that means that all things that God say and tell me to do, those are the things I need to be found doing. Not anything else or the deal is all. See, we want to take God's promises we just don't want to put in the work. And that's what brought me to this point about the singing and the message that we hear. We want that singing. We want that message. We want that encouragement. We want that uplifting. We want that confirmation. We want that thing to be in our lives. And yet, we don't want to do the work. We don't want to walk the walk, even though we're talking the talk. And even those who are speaking some of these things into our lives, into our spirit, they're not walking the walk. They're saying the right thing. They're telling us the right thing. Yet, they're not living in themselves. What that old saying is... Uh, I, 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 it's hard for me to take my own advice. You know, I can give good advice, but it's hard for me to accept it and take it or to live by the advice I give. You know, a lot of times people tell you you shouldn't do something, and then they be uh, persons who uh, infringe or walk against that thing themselves. 
they're, they're guilty of not doing the very things they're telling you to do. And I, I used to laugh and giggle when some people would tell me certain things, and I would see them be guilty of their things. And I said, well, they're just falling. They're, they're, they're in a position of not actually being able to follow their own advice. Yet the advice is right. I still have to follow. I still have to do it. And I need to encourage them to follow the advice they're given because they're guilty of not doing the very things that they're speaking and the things they're speaking are the truth. So in closing, I want to say this. We have to accept God at face value. We have to do His will. We can't just enjoy the benefits and blessings of God in this broken, battered uh, world that's not right before God. We can't just accept God's blessings and protection in this fallen world, in this world that's not catered to God's will, that wants to do its own thing, do what it is it feels and not the will of God. We can't be able to accept God's blessings, accept God's promises, and still continue to do those things that are not right before God. Or we can't say, well, the Spirit of God uplifted me when I'm living in the muck and the mire purposely. You know what I'm saying? We're, 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 we're accepting God's gifts, we're accepting God's blessings, we're accepting His encouragement, and we're accepting all the things that God is allowing us by His permissive will and not by His perfect will. God is allowing certain things to go on because He loves us. The Bible said God so loved the world, He gave His one and only begotten Son. So He loved us so much, He was willing to give His only Son up for our sake so we could walk away from sin, that we could be transitioned and turned around. So God done all of that for us, then are we not required to do our part? Then it goes on and says in uh, verse 17, God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but the world by him may be saved. But then it goes on to say how men love darkness rather than light. And because they love darkness, their whole essence was darkened. So that means that we have to be willing to change. The Bible said they repented God that he made man because the, all the thoughts and conditions of a man's heart was catered to either evil continually. So that means that our hearts are catered to negative unrighteousness. He says in the scripture, it talks about how the heart is wicked above all things. Who can know it? Who can control it? Who can outsmart it? The heart, our very hearts will fool us. We will think and believe certain things to be true and our hearts will turn against us. Now, if we trust God and we follow God and we do what it says over in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. That means we'll walk out the things that we say because we have God in us and we are desired to do the will of God and not the will of men. And we're desired to do God's will and not our own. So, like I said, in closing, I want to say this. We have to walk out those things that we talk about. We just can't talk. We can't just be lip service. It has to be these actions, mindsets, and efforts. And God judges the things of the heart and not of the actions. Because if He judges our actions, we'll all get a pass. Especially on days when we want to impress God or other people and we look like we're something that we're really not. So with that being said, this is Pastor Odell Taylor and on K Church 1 and 2. I'll say have a blessed day in the Lord. In Christ Jesus, I pray.